Look at those skies clearing up. Just a little bit. I know, thank goodness, man. It was sad and gloomy all week. It was quite treacherous all day today. Hello! Hi, guys. A little How are you here. doing? We, You know, mom and dad are gone, so the kids decided to move the furniture around a little bit. I, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a boy show. Maybe like a one and a half man show or something like that. <laughs> Two and a, one and a half men, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> today on Five Live, it is a double dose of the bobs. It's just me and Robert today, but we've got a great show ahead, including a look at some of the weirdest things airport TSA found in luggage in 2022. We'll tell you what they are, and how many of them were Roberts? <laughs> Plus, BMW is unveiling a car that can change colors, which means I might soon add a rainbow-colored car to my collection of rainbow-colored flags, as you see back there. Uh, talk about a full-blown pride ride. Oh, that's a good one, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday, January 5th, and Five Live starts. Look over there. It starts right now. Hello, wow. Are you still there? Are you still with us? Yeah, did you, did you go away? You stuck around through that <laughs> intro. We're so happy that you did. You look great. You staying dry. You keeping warm. You staying off those roads today. Dude, I think the news did a fantastic job of scaring people of staying home. Because on my way to work today, it was like a tw it was like COVID time. It, it was, was like wild. It was crazy. The same thing. And by the time we hit the road, I don't know about you, but the time I hit the road, um, weather had pretty much cleared up quite yes. a bit. Yes. Skies were blue. The roads were dry. But there was nobody on the freeways. But, the, the as news. I mentioned, people were still driving a little cautiously, uh, which is to be expected. But, um, Wait, so yeah, it was a ghost town. The, the roads were empty, but you still yes. encountered people who were, like, pumping their brakes. Yes, I still encountered people just, like, <laughs> very cautious, like, dr driving defensively, hunched over. Yeah, I mean, you never know when the rain is going to come back, I guess. But it was, it was, it was a nice... Easy breezy drive in today. I was so happy because, oh, yes, I hate driving in the rain, as you guys mm -hmm. know. Um, and it was clear on the way here, thank goodness, and it was empty. Everyone got so scared from the news. So, good job, KTLA, and everyone else out there for keeping everyone home. But on my way uh, walking my dog this morning, it was like at 8 a.m., I believe. Mm -hmm. The rain stopped, and I was like, okay, I'll go to walk him. And as soon as I go out there, it started just dumping. Oh. Dude. Dumping. And I was so pissed off my butt got soaked as if i fell into a puddle for some reason i don't know why just my butt was wet it was so I, weird i don't want to inquire any further onto the reason for that uh but the same thing happened to me when the rain when there was a break in the rain um i took roosevelt out to walk this is my dog right there and um I didn't get caught in the rain, but everybody in the neighborhood had the same idea. Like rain stopped and everybody took their dogs out. And a lot of people in my neighborhood don't put their dogs on leashes. Oh, and Roosevelt gets a little crazy when he sees other dogs. And so it was very treacherous walk for another reason, not because of the rain, but because I was having to wrangle my dog from trying to chase after well, well, not just that, dude, you could slip and fall. Your dog could slip I and know. fall. It's, it's a little dangerous I for know. sure. So, yeah. But uh, we're so happy you're here. We're so happy that you joined us today. I'm Bobby Gonzalez. You can follow me on Instagram at SoundsLikeBobby. You can follow the entire show on Instagram at KTLA5Live. Uh, Sam and Andy, of course, out today enjoying a well-earned uh, vacation, yep. but uh, we still want to hear from you. So make sure you also get in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash KTLA five live. We'll be checking on that throughout the show and we'll do a check in at the end. Um, but I am not here alone. I'm in the very safe and capable company well, of uh, my good friend, Robert Puente. How well, you doing, bud? Give it a few minutes and then we'll see how you, if you feel the same way. Uh, Robert, <laughs> Robert Puente, I just Rob 101 on Instagram. You guys know that though. Thank you so much for joining our show. You don't have to follow me. I just sharing that with you. Happy Thursday. You look as gorgeous as ever. Um, this rain, I don't know. There's like two parts of me that that says this rain is like cleansing and it's like a good thing like for mm -hmm. the new year, just mm -hmm. like start off fresh. And another of it, another part of me is like, is this like a gloomy foreshadowing thing that this year is gonna be uh, just scary and full of like just treacherous things? Because uh, the rain, again, it's it's just it's, it's awful. You see accidents, you see people getting hurt, people slipping and falling, as I just said earlier. Um, and so I, I don't I don't know. There's different cultures out there that see the rain as like a positive thing, and then there's there's me. <laughs> or just individuals. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or just me, where I think it's just awful. I, I absolutely hate it. So I I like the rain, but I do agree. Sometimes it can be a little scary when you're out there on the roads and you're dealing with trying to drive and especially since it feels like we haven't had such a big rain in a long time kind of forgot what it's like to be out on the roads and not be able to 
see very clearly. Was there flooding in your area? Not really, not not particularly in my area, but um, we don't have it in our show. We covered it in the broadcast. The car where the two girls were rescued because it was dangling yes. like off of an uh, embankment. Was this a stolen car? No, no, no. 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 Was it wasn't a stolen car. It was, it was like an accident that sent okay. them over kind of a berm type into like a, I think a runoff and they were yeah. like kind of dangling and they, the rescuers had to come help these girls. Anyway, that all happened very, very close to where I live. Oh, wow. Uh, so I could have probably went and encountered uh, that uh, very scene, but... Uh, By was, the way, you look like... You look very dapper today, my friend. Thank you. You yeah, do yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, I got the sweater. I got the coat. I, you, you said uh, when I walked in, as I felt when I was putting this on, <laughs> it was very, you said called me Professor Bobby. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I felt it bit. was very Professor E. Maybe put some um, glasses on. Yeah. Well, I, I got to go to a, a, a clue a, a clue party after this. I'm Colonel Mustard. I really like uh, the stripes on the collar. I, oh, I love thanks. That. Yeah, it's a great yeah. addition. I stole it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yes, of course, uh, the rain was the big story today. KTLA went on air early today at 3 a.m. because uh, it was pouring pretty, uh, pretty um, extensively and heavily. Uh, and uh, of course, that was the big story. Southern California getting a soaking from that powerful storm. Things seem to be letting up, though, now. Uh, many areas, though, still dealing with the effects of the early downpour, including concerns about possible flooding along some parts of our coast. And KTLA's Green Winter is at Seal Beach with a look at what is going on there. A sight to see here in Seal Beach. The waves were huge, probably bigger than I've really ever seen it. Impressive waves that drew spectators all along the pier. They're massive. And this is the biggest they've been down here. So it's Mm -hmm. a good thing they've built up what they have for those people over on that side. See how far the waves got up to the beach too. I mean, it's pretty crazy how up the pier it goes. I mean, it's pretty far. So it's it's really it's really cool to see, but definitely dangerous if you're out there. This powerful winter storm bringing waves 8 to 16 feet in some areas following a night of heavy rainfall that brought the threat of flooding in some coastal areas. It was a lot. I mean, there's like a little lake like on the beach, so it's it's been a lot of water for sure. Officials issued warnings and advisories for L.A. County, Orange County and San Diego County with the high surf and possible coastal flooding. One big area of concern here in Seal Beach, these low lying areas with the beach erosion. Crews built up these sand berms ahead of the storm with the high surf. And so far, it's protected the beachside properties from floodwaters. Residents hoping it stays that way throughout the day. The berms usually lower and the waves aren't anywhere near this. So yeah, at least they've uh, had the forethought to really build it up. Other coastal communities like Long Beach built up their sand berms ahead of this latest winter storm. They've been preparing for potential erosion from the high surf. And, of course, the rain has prompted evacuation warnings for recent burn areas in L.A. County. The Department of Public Works says the warnings have been issued for Lake Hughes and the Kings Canyon area. There's the possibility of mud and debris flows. The warning is in effect until tomorrow. Further north, Santa Barbara County burn areas are under mandatory evacuation orders. The areas affected include the areas of the Thomas Alosol uh, Alisol, rather, and cave fires. Cities affected include Carpinteria, Summerland, and Montecito. The Santa Barbara County Fire Department says they could, uh, there could be intense mudslides and debris flows depending on the amount of rainfall that they get. Dense fog and snow flurries hitting our local mountain areas. The conditions uh, were creating problems for the drive up to the ski resorts along Highway 18. If you plan to drive into the mountains, be prepared for icy roads with rapidly changing weather conditions. You're also required to carry tire chains. Flooding concerns has led to a flood watch, a wind advisory, also in place in the San Bernardino Mountain uh, County Mountains. The advisory remains in effect until six o'clock this evening, so just a couple more hours to go there. As I get older, dude, I find like joy doing things with my hands, like fixing stuff and yes. actually like doing it on my own without asking anybody for help. Getting crafty. Um, getting crafty, yes. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, like here in the studio, for instance, I'll fix things here without calling maintenance or whatever. And yeah. so it makes me feel good. But there's some things with my car specifically. I, I've worked on my car before when I was younger, but then I, that mm-hmm. just faded away. I hurt myself really bad and I never did it again. Um, but one thing I don't know how to do is change a tire or put uh, chains on a tire. Mm. And so like, I, I, I've never driven up to the snow just for that exact reason. I just don't know how to do it. And I, I'm not trying to learn, but I should, I guess. You should. I yeah. think both things, changing a tire, um, pretty simple once you just do it once. Or, and uh, same thing with putting chains on a tire. Just go watch a YouTube video and... It's that simple. And it's yeah. pretty simple. You just yeah. lay the chains out and you 
do the whole. I mean, of course, you want to put them on properly, but uh, there's a guy who yeah, has you, a, can, you can watch. It. There's a guy with a whole YouTube channel. It's like if you didn't grow up with a dad, like yeah. this is, the, this is mm-hmm. how you do things. So maybe I gotta refer, yeah. refer there. So I regret uh, not paying closer attention. My grandpa is a uh, a very good mechanic, and uh, he was always working on cars, and uh, he's very good with cars. Um, so whenever we had any car trouble, we would just kind of just send it to him, and he would fix it. Uh, and I would watch here and there. So I know how to do a few just things, like but I wish I maybe, really knew like how that. to do. Probably not even the, the extents of, I, like I could do, like I, the, changing a tire, uh, I've done the brake pads before. Um, haven't done the oil, but That's I have Brake pads are pretty impressive still. Stuff, so. Isn't there just, there's a, just, just like a certain kind of, kind of joy to doing that? Even if you have the money to go pay someone for the service and like- Of course, yeah, yada, yada. You're just you're self-sufficient. Yes, and yes. You're completing a task and you're uh, self-reliance and uh, you don't, and it's usually a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, changing gears now, Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin showing signs of improvement today. He remains in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football. Uh, but according to, oh, that's okay. Uh, but according to a tweet from the Bills, his doctors say he's showing remarkable improvement in the last 24 hours. Uh, so they say he's demonstrated that he's neurologically intact. Uh, his lungs are also healing. Uh, a timetable for recovery is still not known. The 24-year-old remains sedated in the intensive care unit at a Cincinnati hospital. And uh, for some reason, the, the, that that video was that's okay. As a bad yeah, video. there was some there yeah. was some stuff in the rundown that I noticed. Maybe I should have pointed um, it out too. But but yeah, um, good. You heard great. About, you heard that he woke up, and <clears> this <throat> is this is what the doctor said at least uh, that th- he woke up and asked the doctor who won the game. <laughs> um, and the doctor said you won the game of life or something game, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah very, yeah. it's very a uh, <laughs> lifetime movie. Uh, yeah. But I mean, great. I mean, after after news. those last few days and having to watch him go down on the field and uh, yeah. how how affected uh, many people were by that. Uh, it's it's nice to hear good news. Absolutely. So, so we uh, will continue to hope that uh, he improves. Actor Jeremy Renner uh, is sharing a video update from his hospital bed. Um, the actor shared a video showing him getting a scalp massage from his sister. The video was posted to Twitter. Uh, it was taken inside the ICU where he is continuing to recover after being run over by a snowplow. He included the caption, a not so great ICU day turned to amazing spa day with my sis and mama. The post comes as a 911 call log was released by the Washoe County Sheriff's Office. The log reveals he was completely crushed by the snowplow and that it took 49 minutes before Renner was loaded in a medical helicopter transport. Wow. So another great sign, but good um, news. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple of things to that story where it said that the snowplow was his, that it was his own snowplow, and the person yeah. who was helping was a, a relative. So there's a little component to this story which is just like, wow, it's pretty awful. Yeah, it's 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 wild. I mean, can never be too careful. Uh, but from the MCU to the ICU, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, uh, hopefully he gets uh, well soon. Uh, you know, hope, good good wishes for him. Yes, um, of course. Yeah. Pope Francis led, led a funeral today for his predecessor, former Pope Benedict, Benedict the Sixteenth. Thousands of mourners gathered at St. Peter's Square for the Requiem. It was the first such occasion in modern times where a pontiff presided over the funeral of his predecessor. The ceremony was a fairly simple one, as per the wishes of Benedict, who died December 31st in a monastery in Vatican City. He was the first pope in nearly 600 years to retire his position rather than serve it out for life. Fascinating. Did you, I forgot, did you get to go to the Vatican on your... A trip to Italy. So I went to the I went to the Vatican and like the oh. Vatican Museum and I went underground to all the all the cars that the popes used to drive and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But I didn't get to go inside St. Peter's St. Uh, the, the Basilica. Actual, yeah. Yes, man. And I was because so the fun. line was probably super long. I'm, like that's like how two, it was. When yeah, I went. it was like yeah. a supreme line times ten. It was yeah. like crazy. And some people were like kind of cutting, not necessarily cutting. <laughs> and the line went mad, dude. They started yelling at these people, and I was like, wow, I'm <laughs> wow. not gonna try any of that. So <laughs> very much not a turn the other cheek <laughs> yeah, community, absolutely. I guess. <laughs> but you did get to see the Sistine Chapel, right? Yes, dude. Yeah, okay. Beautiful. And yeah, no cool. pictures are allowed. Yep. And I, I went with uh, Leo, my, my travel buddy, as uh, we call yeah, him here. Yeah. Um, and he, he snuck a photo. And I wasn't gonna do that because I, I didn't, I just, there was like some kind of religious component. I was like, I'm not gonna disobey the rules. Yeah. Leo was more than happy to, and I was more than happy to accept the airdrop mm. from his picture, so. Interesting. <laughs> what did I say he was yesterday? No, i just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. Uh, speaking of, you um, shared with us a photo of your cat 
yesterday? It was your cat, right? My was cat. Your cat? Well, my sister's cat, kind of. Sister's cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a sweater? With a sweater. What's a the cat's Sherpa. name again? Midnight. Midnight. Yes. Leo said, uh, if you saw my Instagram, you'll see it there. We'll share it here on the show in a second. But Leo said she looked like she died and came back to life. No. So it was a little rude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but she's adorable. I love her. It yeah, was yeah. a very cute cat. A little cat. funny too, but yes, absolutely. Very cute cat. President Biden also announced today a crackdown on illegal crossings along the border with Mexico. The administration will be expanding programs to remove undocumented migrants quickly and without letting them seek asylum. That includes Title 42, but the president says he will let in up to 30,000 migrants a month from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Haiti, as long as they follow legal means like getting a U.S. sponsor. These four countries account for most of the people now traveling into Mexico to try to start a new life by crossing the border into the United States of America on the southwest border. We anticipate this action is going to substantially reduce the number of people attempting, attempting to cross our southwest border without going through a legal process. President Biden has, un- has been under pressure to do something about the increasing number of migrants at the border. He'll travel to El Paso on Sunday to get a look at the situation himself. Yeah, it's very interesting that he's kind of changing the tune on this. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens after, uh, after this. House Republicans' battle for power has reached its third day as there is still no Speaker of the House. Bakersfield's Kevin McCarthy failed for the 10th time to win the speakership. A group of holdout Republicans, mostly on the far right, say McCarthy can't be trusted. Neither side appears willing to budge, and voting is expected to continue until someone does. The House cannot start any work until a Speaker is elected, including swearing in members, committee assignments, or passing legislation. McCarthy has given no indication he's going to give up his quest to become speaker. This is like we're watching House of Cards right yeah. now. Because yeah. the way like the news pr- portrays it, it seems like it's a big, huge deal. It hasn't happened in a hundred years. Where the last yeah, it's time very unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. Well, president, uh, precedented as in a hundred years ago. Yeah. But it's still a long time ago. Um, and again, you just said that they can't pass legislation if he doesn't get elected. So this could go on for months potentially. Uh, uh-huh. So we'll see how long it, it does go for. Um, yeah, it's wild. Uh, I saw some viewpoints saying that this is a positive thing because there's some fra- factions in the government that uh, demand change, and this is one way to achieve that change. Uh, but alternatively, again, they're at a standstill, and now legislation's not being passed, people aren't getting helped, uh, and, and actual change that could uh, affect us as a society is uh, being uh, stalled. So it's yeah, pretty interesting. Well, we will keep an eye on it. It seems like it's probably going to be a pretty long day uh, today. I don't know they were covering it. Um... Uh, just moments before we went on the air. It was live. They're um, uh-huh. doing their, their 11th nominations. So, uh, Rob, what's going on with Amazon? Amazon says it plans to lay off more than 18,000 employees. That's a huge number. According to an internal, an internal company memo, several teams will be affected, including the Human Resources Department and Amazon Store employees. The company will start informing affected staff in two weeks. It's not clear, however, how many comp- uh, Californian, California-based employees will be impacted by the cuts. Um, the story does fail to mention, however, how in the years leading up to this, the company rapidly, this, this company and multiple other companies, including Facebook, uh, Meta now, how they basically rapidly expanded, far more so than, than they should have. Mm. That's because of the easy monetary policy that the government, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so, yeah, maybe if they didn't expand so quickly, they wouldn't have to lay off so many empl- employees. So there's, there's a, two sides to that. Yeah, and did, 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 they, did they had a, like a hiring, they do like holiday hiring as well. Uh, yeah, they, so now, yeah, that exactly. the, now that Absolutely. we're out of the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you know, stay. Do you want me to do this one next one, Bobby? Yeah, or, please. Yeah. Okay, okay. Electric car owners will soon be able to use Amazon's Alexa to find a charger. So they're, they're releasing this news today along with the news that they're laying off yeah. thousands of people. Hey, employees. but you can do this. <laughs> uh, it seems that uh, she who will not be named is one of the uh, uh, people that gets to keep her job there at, <laughs> at Amazon. Yep. That's, that's absolutely correct. Today, the company announced they're teaming up with EVgo, the country's largest charging network. The new addition gives EV drivers more choices to find chargers, including an option for Alexa to pay for it. The new update is expected to happen later this year. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's keep talking cars. There's an auto industry milestone that is pure sticker shock. The share of new car buyers with a monthly payment of more than $1,000 has hit a record high. 15% of people who bought new cars in the last three months of 2022 committed to paying more than $1,000 a month. Many had little choice. The average price paid for a new car in December hit a record high of more than $46,300 and interest rates are way, way up. I'm very thankful that I no longer have a car payment. Yeah, and I am also thankful that when I did have one, it was not that high, because that's astounding. 
$1,000 is astounding, but you must have a nice car if you're paying that much money, a Tesla, BMW, Mercedes. Yeah, maybe it's, so. You're not yeah. leasing, you know, a, a, a Toyota at $1,000. That seems insane. Right? Or do you think someone's I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe not like, maybe it could be potentially a higher end Toyota. I don't know if they have a higher end. They do. You're, that's a good Or point. like a truck that's or something. Point. I have a hatchback but, right now. If you see me on the road, that's me. Um, <laughs> I, I got mine right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and the, it was just before the prices skyrocketed. So I mm -hmm. felt very, very lucky that I, I was able to score that. Because um, today, again, I, I'm so glad I'm not paying $1,000 a month for my car. I do have a friend, however, my travel buddy, who does pay this amount, which is insane. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But look, Bobby, I- The means. The, the means. It, where did he find the mean? I'm not gonna. <laughs> you see, he, I'm sure he's a, a lovely fella. However, Bobby, I would pay $1,000 to lease this next car. Absolutely. Because yeah. this next car is pretty sick. Last year, BMW presented to the world the very first color shifting car. The iX Flow was portrayed to be, uh, to be able to change its panels from white to black to gray. Fast forward to today, BMW released a teaser video for the upgraded version that includes 32 vibrant colors. They are calling it the IV, the iVision D. Uh, check out this video, it's really fun. I knew that's what you were getting to. That's just a bunch of colors and shapes. Show me something soulful, something with character. Wow, didn't see that one coming. How about this? The way our story should go is that the young woman has found a true companion, a digital soul that thinks and talks and is really, really, really helpful. It's just like your idea of friendship, but in a visionary BMW. Can you change your color? Arnie. But what about the emotions? Where can the car speak to me as a friend? What do you think I've been doing? I've been talking to you. Oh, if I could, I would hug you right now. Don't be silly. Your car, you cannot hug me. I can digitally hug you. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> this video is insane. It's, pre it's, pretty, it's pretty insane, absolutely. <laughs> this video is insane. The dazzling tech-forward sports sedan is all electric and is powered by an AI virtual assistant. Optimists are hoping the car will be released in about a year with the price tag currently unknown. However, we don't know if the actual year marker will be uh, reached. Mm. Again, that woman talking would be the AI assistant, but I agree okay. with you, Bobby. It's like Kit from it's Knight kind Rider. kind of insane. It, it's, Kit, like a, it's like a new Knight Rider. Or uh, that, that movie with Hillary, uh, Hillary Duff, uh, Herbie. Herbie the Love Her Bug? Yes, yes, I don't yes, think yes. Herbie talks, though. But he, he has like, he, he does. Yeah, he's like, like a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a sentient being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, but it is a concept car, right? So it's like the likelihood that we'll actually see this on the road is like a, a vehicle that you could just go buy is probably. You don't think it's possible? I think it's possible, but usually concept cars are a little more outrageous, right? And they're yeah, not really, that's true. They, you know, they're not but really. But this, this, this is kind of based in reality in some regard. Yeah. I think, just, it, I mean, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I think it'd be cool. And like Andy said when you shared this, it would make car chases uh, way more interesting. <laughs> you should be, uh, be chasing it. We're looking for a show. pink BMW. Uh, no, it's a yellow. <laughs> no, 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 it's green now. Uh, no, uh, okay. Yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, this is pretty cool. San Luis Obispo is offering visitors and locals the chance to earn money just by eating out. The city of San Luis Obispo, or slow as some people call it, and the Chamber of Commerce there has launched a Eat Local Bonus Program, which rewards diners for visiting locally owned restaurants. Anyone who spends $100 on food and beverages at those local spots can submit their receipt to receive a $25 gift card that can be redeemed at another local business. Both permanent residents and visitors are eligible for the Eat Local Bonus Program, which is going to run through the end of January. So you gotta act pretty quick. Doesn't sound that very hard to do, to spend a hundred bucks on food and drinks while eating out. Easy. Super easy. And then you get 25 bucks back to spend at another place and then et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I think it's pretty cool and it's, it seems like a good way to um, support local business. And San Luis Obispo, beautiful. Nice, nice, nice place to spend the day. That's kind of like you're yeah. getting 25% of the check. Yeah. To you. That's, that's a huge Yeah, chunk. that's great. Maybe uh, you put that savings towards the tip if you're a nice, uh, if you're a nice tipper. That's very sweet of you. That's not the thought I had. Oh, I, I know, it's, I know it's not the thought you had. <laughs> but, but I do have questions. Where did this money come from? How do they have this extra XX cash, uh, XX excess cash to give out $25 to uh, these know, people? Man. You gotta ask the Chamber of Commerce. Apparently yeah, we'll there's a lot of good commerce going on. Do some there. actual journalism here, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get right on it. We'll take a little <laughs> trip out to Slow and 
start asking the hard questions, <laughs> right? Yep, absolutely. All right, we're gonna take a quick two minute, 30 second break, but we will be back with more Bob Squared Five Live. And uh, we still wanna hear from you. Get in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA Five Live. We will check in with you a little later on in the show. Uh, but uh, until then, stay dry. Yeah, it's, when they said dry January, I, I didn't know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a totally different meaning. This song gives me like Friday energy. This is a good Friday I like this one. energy song. Hey, uh, before we continue on in the show, before I forget, um, I also want to g- give a quick shout out, big thank you to some of our viewers. Um, we had some delicious chocolates from Victor Wong, he sent in some chocolates That's for right. the team. That's right. I promptly consumed mine. Uh, it was a peanut butter flavored and a gingerbread flavored co- uh, chocolate. They are gone. Um, we are being nice boys and saving uh, Andy's for him till he gets back, and I think Sam took hers, but yeah, you had also, some too. I did it. It was very delicious, and also Robert Underly sent us a very nice letter. Yeah, so uh, uh, Gary F- Robert Underly sent us a letter. Gary, uh, uh, Gary Feed sent us a nice card um, as well, a nice Gary New Feed. Year's okay, holiday okay. card. We, we just got lots of. It was, it was like the North Pole in here this year. Lots of <laughs> letters and and uh, treats. Yeah, uh, and of course we we love a lot. So the thank you. Viewers. You guys are the best. And uh, we can't wait to chat with you in the Facebook check-in a little bit later. But first... Where can, wait, sorry, where can we go for that? Facebook.com slash groups slash KTLA. Actually, why don't you tell us? Uh, you're doing a great job. KTLA.com slash Facebook.com group slash groups slash KTLA5C. <laughs> I suck at that. So. Uh, it's rolling at the bottom of your screen in case you don't know. Facebook.com slash groups slash KTLA5Live. There Perfect. you go. So day in, day out, airport TSA officers uncover items that are not permitted through security checkpoints. Some finds are more unusual than others. The TSA wrapped up the year with a list of their weirdest finds of 2022. Uh, pretty interesting, actually. The list here includes an inactive hand grenade found at Milwaukee uh, Mitchell International Airport at Washington Dulles Airport. Yeah. A passenger tried to carry in a pair of electric cattle prods stashed in a guitar case. And here you're seeing passengers around the country. They tried uh, creative ways to bring firearms through, including at JFK where they extracted gun parts from jars of peanut butter. Uh, One airport in Florida found a gun stuffed inside that raw chicken you saw there. And uh, there, of course, is another big bust, a traveler who tried to disguise 12,000 suspected fentanyl pills uh, as candy. There's the cattle prods in a uh, guitar case, and there's the peanut butter jars with gun parts in them. I don't don't know if I would classify this as weird, because these are just like weapons. Someone's trying to sneak in weapons. I would think something weird is like- Yeah, I would think something weird is an actual chicken. Like if you try to smuggle in a live chicken, alive, like I think like weirder. I think we could get a little more weirder than weapons. Sure, true. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess you'll have to write to the TSA yeah. and have them explain Do their, their job, guys. concept of weird. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a new report by aviation analytics firm Sirium is revealing the world's most punctual airlines for 2022. Leading the pack is Azul Brazilian Airlines, whose nearly 280,000 flights we're about 89% punctual. That's pretty on time. Japanese airlines, all Nippon Airways and Japan Airplane, Air, uh, Airlines, rather took the two and three spots. Delta Airlines was the top US carrier for punctuality at number five with 84% of flights on time. They had over a million flights. So that's, I think, a pretty good score there. And United Airlines and American Airlines also made the top 10 when it came to on-time performance. Do you have a favorite airline that you fly, Rob, when you travel, now that you've been traveling a lot, or you just kind of go for the cheapest? I think I already know the answer. You had 12 layovers. Yeah, a ton of layovers, but I, I've learned to enjoy them. because uh, I've The layovers. With it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. But I've only flown with one airline. I specifically look, uh, excuse me, I specifically look for SAS, Scandinavian Airlines. Okay. For, I don't know why. It just, I flew with them to Paris and I was like, I'm gonna do it again for Italy. Um, but I'm going to Thailand in about a month. And uh, that I'm flying, I, I believe I'm flying a different airline for that. And it's one of the best airlines I hear. I, I can't remember the name right now, but mm. um, it's one of the best. I don't. When I flew, dude, I've never really encountered problems. My flights aren't really that late. My delays, uh, my, my layovers are pretty on point. They'll yeah. say it's a, it's a, a, a three hour delay or whatever. 
or uh, and it's exactly three hours. They're pretty on point about it. I've never really had bad uh, uh, ex experiences with airlines. I'm with you. I, I've actually had pretty good luck when it comes to airlines and airports, but I also think, at least for, maybe I have, but I think attitude is, is part of it. Um, what do you mean, like people you, were rude? Or? No, like your own attitude about. Oh, yes. I love being at the airport, and I've told you guys this before, I kind of love being at the airport because it's almost as if like time stands still in a way, or it's just like, it's just everything is out of your control. Yeah, you can't control anything. And there's something about that that I kind of like, just resigning to wherever the road takes you. And hopefully your flights are on time and you get to where you need to be, but usually a lot of my trips are, um, pretty leisurely, like I'm not on like a regimented schedule. Nice so if I need to like call point. my friend and be like, hey, I'm gonna be a couple hours late or, okay. or whatever, it's like, what? no big deal. But yeah. I, I get it if you're traveling for work or uh, have a big event that you need to get to or you wanna see family for the holidays, then I, I delays would be problematic. But for me, I'm just like, can't do anything about it. So I guess if I miss this flight, I'll get on another one in an hour and a half or That so. sounds pretty lax mm. of you. Uh, but LAX of me? Uh, yes, LAX of you. But in the situation that we're uh, talking, uh, was it Delta or American Airlines with all these uh, Southwest. Southwest? Yeah, I mean that's that's a pure That's drama. a huge bungle. But I think a big part of that was that this is peak travel time during the holidays and yada yada, Christmas, the New Year, all that stuff. I mean, I'm sure that that uh, added to the added to the just misery of that whole situation, but. Because when I've traveled, I've only traveled off uh, on off-peak hours. And so that's mm. why I think my experience mm. has been pretty positive for the most part. Mm. One one thing, real quick, to finish the story off. I I've seen this on a meme where a guy was traveling. You know when you have a blow-up mattress? Yeah. Yes. He had like a blow-up mattress, like a, like a blow-up couch. It was very, very tiny, but it was big enough for him to lay on. I, and so he traveled with that for his layover. I might have this. Great. Really? I might have this actual <laughs> thing. I got it as a white elephant gift a few years ago. It's an inflatable chair like but it also has it also slides so you can also like lay down on it <laughs> so I i'll give it to you you can pack it in your you I can pack it, it dude since i'm doing layovers all the time in case so. you get stuck in the airport yeah i'll bring it for you I, uh, it doesn't have like the inflator in it though oh so you last time we did it we did it by mountain yeah and it was very lightheaded afterwards but <laughs> it was still a good time well, bad news for Bed Bath & Beyond, an update now on the future of this company. The home goods retailer says the next few months will be crucial to its survival and might have to file for bankruptcy. Uh -oh. That's the big B word there. Bed Bath & Beyond has been struggling to stay afloat. Bed Bath & Beyond and bankrupt. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good one. We'll have to send it to their PR company there. Yeah. Um, they, they, they say that they, to stay afloat, uh, they now cite worse than expected third quarter sales. So they need to increase those sales numbers. Losses are being estimated at nearly $386 million. Bed Bath & Beyond has also had trouble getting enough merchandise to fill its shelves and shoppers have decreased. The, comp uh, have decreased. the company says it will likely not have, uh, not have the cash to cover expenses over the next few months. It will likely look to restruct restructuring selling assets or seeking out additional funding and possibly also filing for bankruptcy. Uh, lots, of, lots of companies are doing it this year. Uh, bankruptcy tends to be the key word. I won't be surprised if uh, Webster Dictionary chooses that word as <laughs> word of the year. I mean, it's uh, yeah. a little early to tell, but it <laughs> seems on track. <laughs> <laughs> no. So lots of crypto companies too, dude. Lots of crypto companies falling for bankruptcy. Gee, I wonder why. I, I, me too, man. I can't imagine. I, I, it's amazing crypto, so I don't know why what? they would do that. How does, how does a crypto company but never mind. <laughs> is it like a different bankrupt, crypto bankruptcy or cryptanks? Yeah, yeah, There's got to be a different word. We'll, we'll find a, a good word and we'll get. We'll yeah, we'll invent it. that and we'll uh, we'll we'll put our stamp on it and send it to the masses. A special set of military medals has been discovered inside an abandoned storage locker, and a woman is now trying to reunite them with their rightful owner. Stacy Lane says her friend buys storage units at auction in the Denver area. Inside one of those units was a display case containing eight medals, military tags, patches, and a folded US flag. The military tag indicates the medals belong to a veteran named Ralph M. Hayward. The collection contains medals from World War II and the Vietnam War. There's even a purple heart. Stacy is trying to find the man's family. She says if she can't find them, she plans to donate the medals to a local veterans association. I imagine she'll probably find these people. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of folks out there that are very uh, into military history and do a lot of research into like records and uh, personnel. And so I think they'll find these people. Is it I hope. 
the part of my cynical side says like, I'm surprised she's not gonna go out and try to sell it or pawn it or something. Cause I know some of these items are worth money, so. Well, these are kind of like, yeah, I mean, I think in this case, the sentimentality and the fact that they are uh, medals from from a war hero, uh, kind of, uh, any I think any reasonable person would probably Return be like, them. probably not gonna sell these. It doesn't seem like it's good karma to sell somebody's <laughs> uh, veteran's uh, war memorabilia. But um, yeah, it's good good that she's uh, looking for the owner and hopefully she finds them. Bobby, on my mm -hmm. trip to Thailand, I have uh, several movies that I plan to watch because I, okay. like, I, don't, I don't like to watch only what the airport provides to me. Yeah. So I'll download movies on my phone okay. and I'll prepare and I'll plan ahead of time yeah. to watch something great. One of them being uh, Bones and All with Timothy, Sh Timothy Chalamet. I, plan I haven't watched it still. I thought I you watched it already. I haven't watched it. I'm saving it for that flight. I know. Uh -huh. I know. I, it's, I'm, it's you were so time. pissed when I know, he somebody he, here said, uh, I think it was Scott Movie Man said, said it was too movie. grotesque. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You got mad and you haven't even seen it. I know, I know. But one movie that I might watch is this Elvis movie uh, on the flight. Uh, but people might have a chance to watch it even sooner than my trip uh, in February. Yeah, so on Sunday, there's going to be select theaters are going to be offering a free screening of the Elvis movie. And that's in celebration of the uh, King of Rock's birthday. Uh, he would have been 88 years old. You can catch the show at the AMC in Burbank on the 8th. Showtime is at 4 p.m. Again, tickets are free, but they are on a first come, first serve basis. The show will also include a special introduction from the film's writer-director Baz Luhrmann, as well as Austin Butler, who played Elvis in the film. I don't think they're actually going to be there. I think this is kind of like a pre-recorded special presentation thing. But if you haven't seen the movie, it's a good chance to go see it in theaters. I, I believe it's streaming uh, on HBO. You've seen it already, right? I did. I watched yeah. it. Um, it was it was fun. You, you it was entertaining. It. I think yeah. it was better than than I expected it to be. Um, and uh, if you like Elvis, uh, definitely check it out. If you like Tom Hanks, check it out. He's an interesting performance. Did, did and it, Austin Butler was very good in it uh, as well. I was going to ask a question, but I don't know if that'll spoil the movie. You can ask. Um, did it show the, the unfortunate moment when he passed? Uh, it's kind of... Uh, no, it... Sh uh, I don't remember it actually... Sh it kind of bounces around in time in an interesting way. It's very visually striking movie where it's kind of zooming and jetting all over and you're kind of catching in different points and okay. back and forth and so you kind of do see the rise and the kind of decline but um i don't think it's i don't remember it being depicted in that's a way good. that's like because i know that that's a little that that component of it's a little embarrassing it's a little distasteful uh, depending on how you do it uh so yeah yeah maybe so oh what oh is that, is that now is that, yeah okay you hear this It's not a duck either. An adorable uh, Jean Tu penguin chick at the Mil Milwaukee Zoo got its first checkup after hatching on December 17th. Oh. It doesn't have a name yet, and its sex will be determined uh, on its own uh, co uh, consensus, consensus there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> its sex will be determined by a blood sample taken when it's uh, one to three months old. Jean Tu penguins, Gen are, two, yeah. Gen two penguins are known for being the fastest penguin species swimmers and the third largest in their species. He's so cute. He's already so fuzzy. They're, it's pretty pretty darn adorable. Um, I was talking to uh, Shane here, who directs the show at 2 p.m., uh -huh. and he was telling me that there's a, there's a zoo, I can't, the, there's the San Diego Zoo, and there's one other zoo in the United States that's like up there as being one of the best zoos in like the entire country. Is it um, the, um... I don't know if you could help me remember this. But they, they have a penguin exhibit. Mon the Monterey Bay? Is no, no, it's in a different state. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they have a penguin exhibit where you could actually drive up in like with a Jeep, and like, or it's, it, this might be the San Diego one, where you could drive up in a Jeep and actually go inside the, the exhibit and pet penguins and actually the, like get up in personal with them. Yeah. That's insane. The San Diego Zoo does have like a penguin encounter. Several zoos have uh, some sort of like a penguin encounter where you can buy a package where they'll take you in and you can kind of so interact cute. with the penguins and yeah. it, looks, it looks awesome. I've only been to the LA Zoo and that, that, they don't have anything like that. Oh either. my gosh, yeah. Yeah. The last time I went to the LA Zoo, I I almost died. It was just, <laughs> I, it's so hilly. You have to walk like 18 miles to get to each exhibit and it's <laughs> like right. hills it's so and I'm like, yeah. I was so exhausted. <laughs> I was like, I want to go. <laughs>
And then I got lost. It's so confusing to get around. I got lost. I couldn't even find my way out of the zoo. I thought I was gonna. It get sounds big, but it's not even big enough where they have like these kind of uh, interactive experiences where you could actually get close and personal, driving a jeep and do like a safari experience. It's no, all no, no. walking. Right? That's all it is. Yeah, the San Diego Safari Park or whatever has a big. I mean, that's supposed to be like one of the best that you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done that one yet, but. Uh, speaking of the Milwaukee Zoo, there's a prickly new addition uh, that they have on display. This time, it's a baby porcupine. Look at this guy. They introduced him to the public. This is a oh, man. prehensile-tailed like a... porcupet named Bella. Oh, it's kind of cute. Little Bella. She was born back in October, so uh, a couple months ago. But she's making her debut now. She's already mobile. She's walking. She's climbing trees alongside mom. This type of porcupine spends most of their time in the trees of South American forests, and they use their tails for grasping and hanging. They're also nocturnal, and they're known to move to a new tree each day. Uh, Bobby, I'm not gonna cool. lie. It's, it's really cute. However, its tail kind of grosses me out a little bit. It reminds me of a, a rat. So that's the only part of it. That's, I didn't yeah. really get a good look at the tail. Let me no, see the tail. You don't like a rat tail? Look at look at that giant tail. It's a big tail. Yeah, just kind of like it's almost like a possum-like yeah. tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But its face, it's cute, and its little hands are adorable. Oh, it's so cute. He's got like a little snout. So porcupines display uh, portrayed on cartoons uh, that they're pointy, spiky. It'll stab you like almost like splinters and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is this real? Like, uh, do you have any knowledge on that? Like, if it will actually hurt you? I I don't think you want to touch it. I'm not sure how different they are from like hedgehogs or porcupines, but I I, I imagine it's a little prickly. I don't think it's gonna like impale you, <laughs> but right. I, I think it does add a, a elements of protection from predators. Well, but what do I know? Google we do, it. We do know Sam's watching, so hi Sam, would you want to say she? hi? Yes, she is. Is she watching from the web station at I, the I, airport? I believe so. <laughs> Sam was at a, um, a gaming cafe. She's a gamer now. She's going to play some Call of Duty while she watches the show. <laughs> uh, yes, hi Sam. Um, hi everybody. We're, we're going to take a quick break, two minutes and 30 seconds, but we're going to come right back. We have a little, little bit more show to give you. And of course, a Facebook check in facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. Get your comments in and we will say hello in uh, just a bit here. See you soon guys, two minutes and 30 seconds. Welcome back to the show. We're so happy that you're here. Um, I thought this was pretty cool. Sony has announced an accessibility controller for the PlayStation 5 at CES this year. It's called Project Leonardo. Sony says the controller kit will allow gamers with disabilities to play more easily, comfortably, and for longer periods. It's highly customizable, featuring changeable parts and software options that enables players with disabilities to change and craft their own play experience. It can also be paired with another Leonardo controller device or the standard DualSense wireless controller. Sony partnered with accessibility experts and organizations to design the controller. Uh, so I think it's pretty cool that they're um, giving this option uh, to, to gamers everywhere. But uh, I agree with you entirely. I'm surprised yeah. it hasn't been uh, released sooner. Uh, you know, you're, you're right. I, I'm a little surprised as well. I'm not sure if there's maybe third party peripherals that you could get Good and point. attach. But I think this is the first one that uh, Sony is officially producing themselves. The, the only part that I would say, uh, my only criticism against the fact they're third parties, even this one, I don't, I don't know particularly with this one, but anytime you have a situation like this where it's like a almost customized item, it tends to be a lot more expensive. And it, that's not, I don't think that's fair in lots of uh, instances. Yeah, I, I agree. So this this particular remote still is it, still in development. They're still working on it. They're still uh, taking feedback on it, uh, but that this is the first time they're showing it off. So I don't know when we'll actually see this hit the markets and find out things like price and things like that, but uh, gotcha. uh, it's good that they're, uh, they're uh, working on it and getting it out there. But a lot more was unveiled at CES this year. 3D printed vitamins, a way for you to talk to your pet. Rich Demiro has more of today's tech finds. CES is like a tech treasure hunt with thousands of companies showing off their products and every one of them says it's the next big thing. Here are some of the innovations on display. 
If you've ever wanted to have your pet talk to you, now you can through a product called Fluent Pet Connect. The concept, teach your pet to press buttons assigned to actions. Ball, tug, tug, Yes, tug. that is tug, good girl. Could be play, go outside, food, or whatever else you want. It's all in your voice. Over time, your dog or cat will learn to press different buttons to ask for what they want. The system runs about $230. Samsung's latest TV mount gives you the best of both worlds. Horizontal for Hollywood stuff, vertical for social media videos. The mount will work with various 2023 Samsung TVs. I would say at Samsung, our theme this year is connectivity and customization. All of our consumers are saying that's what they want. They want their devices to work well together, and they each have their own individual style for watching screens. eSight Go are glasses that help the visually impaired. So what a person with normal vision can see at 400 feet, I have to get up at 20 to see. They give users binocular vision. This new version stabilizes the image better. With a price tag north of $5,000, they're still expensive, but 10 years ago, similar tech cost triple that. I'm at about times six zoom right now, and I can clearly see your face. Without my eSight, I couldn't distinguish you from any other guy in the room. I feel it working already. Okay, maybe not, but this $350 device is supposed to help you sleep better. This is the Brain Band. It uses audio stimulation to help you fall asleep faster, get a deeper sleep, and wake up feeling refreshed. Atmos Gear hopes to energize your morning commute with electric inline skates. They've come a long way since the prototype, but still require a fanny-style battery pack. Finally, Neutrogena teaming up with Nourished for 3D printed vitamins for your skin. You get seven layers in one bite. Snap a selfie of your face for a custom recipe. It's the fact that these are all made fresh to order, so it's not something that's on shelf. Once we get that order, Nourished immediately gets to work and prints it. Those 3D printed gummy vitamins are shipping now. A month's supply is $50. All right, you can see more of my CES 2023 finds on my Instagram. You can find me at Rich on Tech. In Las Vegas, I'm Rich Tamiro, and you are Tech Smart. And in case our viewers Thanks, don't, Rich. In case our viewers don't know, he's actually launching a radio show uh, coming yeah. very soon. So I yeah, think yeah, this I think week, I think tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. no, or sa Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday. I think it's Friday tomorrow, and it's KFI uh, Ooh, on AM radio. Little dissolve so there. Oh, sorry. Oh, look back yeah, oh. again. One more time. Okay, enough of that. Um, Whoa, we are <laughs> becoming one, Bob. Whoa. <laughs> oh, very funny. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Two minutes, 30 seconds. When we come back, Facebook check-in, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5 Live. Please get your comments in now. It's the last time we'll be able to chat for, with you uh, for a day or two because uh, we're not live tomorrow, just FYI. So get them in. And uh, Robert right. and I are going to continue becoming our uh, becoming uh, the singularity uh -huh. here. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to Five Live. Just a few more minutes with us here, and we are checking in on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA Five Live. We start with a comment from yesterday uh, from Kellyanne Capaluda that I just really loved and wanted to share. It says, thanks for the laughs. They are needed. We're so oh, happy uh, that you are enjoying the show and that you would send us such a lovely message. It well, really was yesterday, makes Bobby. it all worth it. Hopefully they feel the yeah, same today. Yeah, but we were here yesterday. That's yeah, true. hopefully <laughs> it feels the same today. We have this great uh, post from Loanne. Have a wonderful weekend with your families, friends, and your loved ones. Samantha, Andy, Bobby, Robert, KTLA5 News Team, and everyone stay safe, have fun, and enjoy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Look at Thank Mickey, so much, Chargers Totem Pole. All you can drink. Looks like a delicious meal here. Oh, it looks so good. We love seeing Sam that. Sam love that Totem Pole. Uh, here's one from Robert Underly, the team. The team. <laughs> and it's uh, just you and I here. Oh, Sam put, oh my God, sad. Yeah, <laughs> sad. Here's Andy. Kristen says, meanwhile, in Reese Meyer land. Uh-huh. He's hey. in Indy, but it spells Andy. That's cool. Isn't that cool? I love that. That's at the airport, it looks like. Uh, Mickey says... You two guys rock. I always watch no matter what. I even watch the reruns. Well, thank you. That's a nice very team. nice. Thank, thank you. So We're much. glad we have, that a very, we have a brand new rerun for tomorrow. Um, yes, a new one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Check out all these weather photos from Christopher Riley. Atmospheric River meet Mr. Real River, Ventura County, Fillmore, California. Very wild water. Oh, dude, that's Wowie. wild. Um, Lynn Taylor. 
I've only put on chains once. My last car didn't have clearance, needed special chains to miss the suspension, etc. All-wheel drive and good tires for the win. No change required. Oh, yeah, good all-wheel point. Drive, all-wheel that's drive, that's right. Uh, lots of Subarus come like that. Yeah. Uh, ooh, look at these little cuties, Kristen says. Good boy report from our house. Pinto and Houdini are embracing the weather for sure. They're they adorable. Look very cozy. Yes. They don't want to go out Love at all. Love that. Jocelyn. Went to St. Louis Obispo a couple years ago and had so much good food. So easy to spend $100 and get the $25 back and you get the, you get to support small businesses. Yeah. yeah. We love that. Definitely, definitely take advantage of that while you can. Rachel says, enjoying the Rob Bob show today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. Love uh, you guys. Let's see here. Uh, Terry uh, says, what's the precise address to ensure KTLA 5 Live receives items being sent? Thank you uh, uh, to me and you, Rob, for a great show. Dynamic Duo, thank you. And uh, Samantha has courteously provided oh, thank you, Sam. with and the thank you, Terry. Uh, address. Yeah, they, they uh, know how to send, get it to us. Uh, Sam is asking this of you, Rob. <laughs> oh my God, Robert, you haven't seen, you haven't even seen Bones and All yet? Fraud. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm, I'm trying to savor it. Like when you savor the last bite of a meal, that's what I'm doing for this movie. So. And she says, or Homeward Bound, apparently, because you didn't know that the cor- porcupines can actually quill you. Got the... Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Uh, Samantha Von Schuneich says, super glad there was still a live show today. Thanks, Bobby and Robert, for giving us our five live fix. You're so welcome. We're happy to be here. Hopefully I said you're... Um, last name right, but I'm sure I butchered it. Um, but uh, cor- feel free to correct me. <laughs> What's Art say here? Bitcoin is the milli vanilli of investments. That's very funny. That's <laughs> oh, very funny. We'll find out soon enough, Art. Yeah. And thank you for commenting. Yeah. Kat says, I usually take the cheapest flights, so usually Southwest, but as a kid, my family only ever flew United. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like to go Southwest too, but uh, after this whole debacle, I don't know. I might think twice. I find, uh, dude, just for a second, uh, yeah. I find it interesting that people tend to be brand loyalists when it comes to airlines, because it's just like you're just... I think once you kind of, if you hit one and you have a good time, you kind of stay with it and yeah, yeah, hope point. that it continues to be good, good as point. opposed to rolling the dice on the next one, maybe? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Spirit Airlines for the win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's one for you, Rob. Okay, Robert, name the penguin. You gave us Greg, the baby hippo, last week. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, name the penguin. Jonathan, I guess. He'll be a boy, so... Only boys here for me. All right. All right. <laughs> Victor says, so nice to see Robert and Bobby shine. Thank you, Victor. And thank you again for those delicious chocolates. Robert says, Sam must be flying back east to Palm Desert. <laughs> uh, very funny. Uh, uh, and uh, let's see. Here's another one from Christine. Our last one here, bud, because we run out of time. Yep. My niece's favorite animal is a penguin. Her husband proposed to her in, a, in the penguin enclosure encounter. It is at the San Diego Zoo. That's a, yeah. an adorable proposal there uh, because penguins mate for life. They've been married 10 years now and going strong. Well, we love to hear love that. Uh, we love to hear from you. Thank you so much for uh, watching the show and commenting. Uh, it's been real. No uh, live show tomorrow, but we'll be back maybe Monday, definitely Tuesday. Right, Rob? Yes, sir. All right. Bye. bye Stay guys. dry.